Hey guys, it's February 22nd, 2017, and this is Through the Week with Chris Fagan, and let's get through it. Uh, I don't know, I might, find, I might sound a little weird, man, because I'm, uh, I'm in my bunker. I'm in, I'm, I had to, and the family, man, I love my family, but you know, they, 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 take, they take away the, the whole day. You, you, you have it planned out, you start putting stuff on Twitter and stuff, and stuff, uh, advertising and whatnot, you're doing stuff out of spite to let people know that you're not giving up on your, on your bullshit hobby, and you know, and you're like, I'm gonna be doing this all day, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on, uh, I got the podcast, and I got this, and I got that going on, everybody, you know, it's going down, and, and then life happens, and, you, and, and your son throws up, and he has to come back home from wherever they were going on the little family trip and and I'm like I'm it's almost midnight I'm like no I gotta get this stuff done man I had to take care of my kid he wasn't feeling too good that's my little man my youngest and uh, and now that he's uh out of the way and now it's uh I don't know I don't know how you guys get doing man you getting through your week okay so like like this this podcast is really in the middle of the week, when we get to hump day, you know, that's when we start to that transition to um, to the weekend. You know, you're mentally checking out and uh, you're, you know, because Monday and Tuesday suck. And that's when the biggest the, the, the shit storms that that's when they first come in. You know, either I don't know if you're all into politics, if you're I don't know your favorite celebrity that you didn't give a crap about who died now that you love them, you know, again, now that they're gone. Yeah, you no, know, it's always on the, on the on the over the weekend or on Monday and Tuesday when all this stuff drops and, and it's just the craziest thing. You, you're you're looking forward to hump day. You're you're spending a little longer lunches out there. Yeah, you're thinking about that. It's five o'clock somewhere line and it's like eight o'clock in the morning. You already opened up the drink and it's fine. I I'm not judging, but I mean it's just one thing after another, man. So we're gonna get through it together, man. I, I mean it's a play on words. I mean. The company is called, it's Talking Through the Media. So I was either going to call it Talking Through the Podcast or whatever this thing was. But, you know, getting through the week, you know, with me. So it's me and you. We're getting through this week. There's another hell of a week. And, you know, I'm going to go. So, you know, let's talk about what what, what happened. Uh, if, you, uh, if you haven't become a subscriber by now, do it. If you like talking about movies, you can check us out on my uh, on the YouTube channel. You know, we like talking about every little thing here you know listening to what i got to say about all the you know the, the top stories the 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 crazy shit that's going on in the world and it's, that's what you're going to get through the week uh, every every wednesday night hopefully every mid i try to i'm going to try to knock them out in the morning but you know it's kind of you know it's probably a good thing that i'm doing it late because a lot of crap just dropped um this whole thing <laughs> I wanted to interview. I, I wanted to interview this girl. I saw her Twitter account. She turned out to be a uh, an LGBT girl who, on her Twitter, it shows that she was a uh, former uh, former liberal, former Democrat. Now she's all about Trump, LGBT for Trump, and she's on her Twitter account just going after liberals hard, man. I mean, it's just like you know that's what they're saying, you know. We got too uh, politically correct. You guys took it too far with that stuff. Now you're being called libtards, and it's like it's our time now. I mean, they don't got the numbers, but hey, they did win the seats and the, and the presidency. So it means they time to shine right now. They do not, but I mean, come on, they don't have the numbers. But with but with sites like that, with with, with people out there like that, that fascinates me, man. That's uh, it. It trips me out how how. Uh, a party or a group or people that can lose touch so bad they, they take their finger off the pulse 
so effectively that that people look what happened in the Rust Belt states. That's why Hillary lost. Didn't go out there and made them feel like shit. We're gonna take your jobs, and I'm not gonna come out here and rally. Fuck y'all, and I hope you vote for me. Now that didn't work out too well. And look what happened. So it fascinates me when I see somebody who says I was a hardcore liberal, this and that, and the other, or I was a hardcore conservative, and I switched to the to the other side. You know, I went to jail, and now I'm gay. You know, but uh, it's what I mean. That's that's I mean, it feels like that's what kind of what it is. You know, so it's like uh, like what she was fascinating me, man. She was saying some hard stuff, man. I'm like I can't even remember, nor do I want to repeat it if I could remember. But it was. It was funny how I saw that, and I, and I reached out to her. I said, you know, I, "I would love to interview you." I don't. I hope she doesn't think I was joking or trying to cause anything. But I was just fascinated by the whole concept of of her existence. Right? Like, wow, really? I mean, I mean, I see a lot of people who are hardcore conservatives, but who happen to be, you know, you know, gay, and, and especially the ones that are like like out there, like flaming and just like out there with it and uh, and whatnot. And they they they're not. They're not blind or deaf to it or in a bubble. They're like, oh, yeah, I know for a fact that a bunch of people in the conservative party hate my very guts, my existence, and da-da-da-da-da. It doesn't mean that I don't, uh, you know, believe in the core values. And it's true. That's, you know, that's what it is. That's what it is. And I'm not going to compare it to something crazy, but I mean, the only thing I can come up with is something that isn't even relatable. It's like me saying something like, you know, yeah, I know my, my boss or my coworker or whatever, or my best friend, I know he's been in the Ku Klux Klan his whole life, but me and him, we kick ass on Call of Duty. So, I, you know, I, I just ignore them when he calls me a nigga. You know, I just ignore it. But, uh, you know, but it's kind of the only, the only uh, example I could come up with. But, I mean, but hey. I'm not saying you're voting against your your self interest, but I mean, if you believe in the conservative uh, and a lot of things that they say and do, I I agree with too. But it's gonna be it's gonna get me after a while if you if you feel like the Democratic Party is too smug and all that stuff. I mean, I can deal with smugness. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man! Come on, you know you can punch them in the face. They you know they that smugness won't protect them, but. Uh, if I'm in a rally and it's a if I'm in a conservative rally, it's gonna be too. Uh, even if I if I agree with everything the dude on stage is saying, I know for I know the chances of that that one guy in that rally is gonna it's that one guy. It's gonna be that guy and he's gonna have a group with him. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna have that that like that guy that had the shirt that said "Keep the White House White" or or that other guy that had the Curious George monkey doll and been pretending like, you know, it didn't mean nothing. This is Obama. This is Obama. until so the camera's turned on. He's like, what, what monkey? I don't know what you're talking about. And after a while, you get to a point where it's like, I feel like the worst thing sometimes in a lot of white people's minds, the first thing you can call them is a racist. The worst thing you can call a white person nowadays is a racist. They try to equate it with the N-word. Like, like oh my God, I, am, I can't be racist. Like, like some are my best, and I stop them right there. I don't even go there. I don't care who you dated. I don't care what fetish you had in college. I don't care. If you said something, I mean, just take it for what. It's never about how you meant it, okay? If a person is taking it that way, that's on them. Yes, it's on them. It's how they're taking it. Maybe you didn't mean it that way. But now you're aware that your joke or your comment or your feeling or your expression or whatever, which... It, it that's a, that's the way that's the way it landed with that person. It's like being a comedian. You bust out your best joke, nobody in the room laughs. I think you got got to come up with some new material if you want to keep the comedy game going. But it's up to you. If you don't give a damn, just go up there and bore everybody. 
But I mean, that's how people feel. They get all offended by it. Like you get offended for being offended now. It's like now, now us, now us libtards. That's what they're calling liberals and stuff. Now we gotta uh, eat crow and stuff. It's like they they're coming up like, oh yeah, all that racism that you tried to make me suppress for the last eight years. Well, guess what, libtard? <laughs> there it comes. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You won. Okay, all right, all right. I'll shut the fuck up. I'll shut up. I'll let you have it. Yo, you got this, dog. You got this. But, you know, let them run, let, let, let them have their little victory lap, man. But I just, I mean, even if it's a bunch of stuff that I can agree with. If I see that guy next, and that guy in that rally that's saying something racist, and then as you see everybody in the room pretending like he's not there, that's the part that pisses me off the most. Because the, one, the worst thing, like I said, the worst thing you can call somebody nowadays is a racist. They'll go flip out. I've never said a racist thing in, in my life. Okay, well then what about the fact that you were standing in this room and that other guy who was saying all that racist stuff, saying the N-word and flipping the bird and all that stuff, and then, you know, doing and then saying all that stuff. And you just sat there, stood there, and you didn't say anything. You pretended like it wasn't there. Because what you're afraid of, what these guys are afraid of, is that, yeah, they, they want to they wanna give them the vote. They want to they wanna win and, and, and all that stuff. The politician up on that stage, he doesn't want to be associated with a Klansman or whatnot, but he doesn't want to offend that Klansman to the point where he's not gonna get that vote. And that's the part that I feel like on both sides, it's gotten too bad. I mean, I'm, I mean, you don't wanna offend that hardcore Peter crazy, I'm gonna throw blood on you for doing something that I don't like kind of a person on the, on the left side, but and you know, yeah, but but can't condone all that, man. I mean, they, they go too far. These people go too far. But on the other side, like I said, the worst thing you can call them is a racist. So it's like, it's like you didn't do anything when that guy was doing obvious racist stuff. He's like, well, I'm not him, okay? I'm not him, and I don't condone that. Okay, well, it's it's okay for you to say that you don't condone it now that I'm asking you about it. I'm a black guy, and I'm asking you about it. Why couldn't you say that to him? Because you don't want to be associated with him, but you want his vote. It does not make sense. It never does. And it never, on both sides, it never makes sense. Okay, you don't want to be associated. You're afraid of being racist by association. Because if you acknowledge, if it's like if you say it out loud, and that's the brilliant thing I see that Donald Trump is doing every day. You know, he'll say something and then he'll contradict it on the very next sentence. He, he made fun of that, that guy who was uh, uh, handicapped, and then he goes, he's going to go to his grave saying that that wasn't him doing an impression of that dude. Get the fuck out of here, man. I mean, it's all, after a point, I mean, I can understand if, you are, if you're a conservative and you're trying to, you know, support him and stuff, you're going to give him a pass on everything, but you, come on, man. You know he, because y'all laughed. You laughed at it, especially the people who didn't. The people who didn't know who he was talking about, they just thought it was funny. They was flailing his arms. Oh, that's a, why was he flailing his arms like that? Does that guy move like that? And the people that were in that rally who did know who he was talking about, all equally laughed. And then later, when the people later found out who he was talking about, laughed hard. And then when there was a backlash on it, in one unified voice, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. He, well, I wasn't laughing. He, well, Trump didn't say anything bad about that guy. He was just saying, oh, I don't remember. No, he, he did a fucking impression of this dude. And you can show him the tape over and over again. Trump be like, that ain't me. That isn't even, I think that dance is digital. He'll, he'll go to his grave just lying because you're afraid to be racist by association. Because if you admit that the guy in the rally with you did something racist, and you, then you're also equally admitting that you didn't do shit about it. 
So you can't come to me saying, oh, I'm not a racist. I used to date a whole bunch of black girls when I was in high school. Not anymore. I will never do it again. I got that out of my system. But I, you know, but I didn't say nothing at that rally because I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. And then when you bust them and you catch them, it, it, it makes them feel bad. It makes them because they know they know they should have stopped it. They know they shouldn't have laughed. I mean, you thought it was funny. Fell. You thought it was funny. Laugh. I don't care if that was your initial reaction. Fine. Laugh. But just this is America. Everybody has a right to their own opinion. And they're going to and, and you have the right to laugh. You have the right to I laugh at a stupid, unsensitive, ugly joke all day and whatnot. You know what? If I fit. But then if I look to the left and I saw somebody that I offended with it. And oh, damn, my bad. All right. I'm sorry. You know, but see, I'm a man, though. I'll own it up to it. I never try to get out of my comeuppance. I don't weasel my way out of anything. Especially when you're busted red-handed. I just say, you, you, I'm not shaggy. I'm not going to be like, that. it wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? But you're making fun of the, the handicap. It wasn't me. <laughs> Said you grab about the pussy. It wasn't me. I mean, it's like it's over and over with the same bull. And But but the media is the one that's supposed to be fake, though. Right? No. You're just, yeah, just afraid of being racist by association. And I'm, so I'm, I'm looking at the... Um, at the news feed, and this is, I mean, and I'm not surprised. Now, I'm going back to the original topic, though, is the girl who I was fascinated with, the person who was a hardcore left, uh, uh, you know, lesbian now, and, and, and now she's a, uh, for, all for Trump, and now here it is. There it goes. Trump is uh, administration rolling back on the, uh, per and when he was going through the, he acted like a New Yorker, like a guy that you would think was from New York, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're going to protect the LGBTQ, and we're going to protect them, and we're going to do the, yeah, no, I don't. I don't care. And I feel like he was really saying what he was really in his mind, like how he really thinks about it. Like, I don't give a shit, man. Let him do it, man. Go to the bathroom, man. Come on. You want to do... I mean, because it's not illegal for that big, you know, jock of a guy to dress up like a woman. And this is that's not illegal. It's not illegal to cross-dress. Okay? So you're going to feel uncomfortable if, uh, you know, he walks into the bathroom, he's wearing a dress and, and whatnot. You're going to feel uncomfortable because of what? What is he going to do? If the dude was gonna, if the dude was gonna attack you and do something, that dress ain't him wearing dress or slacks or whatever ain't gonna stop. It wasn't gonna stop him. If that was in his heart, if that's what, if that's how, if that was in his. If he was a sick rapist or something, him being straight or gay or cross dresser and all that stuff, ain't gonna stop that. If you are a rapist or a murderer or whatever you want to try to equate them with, if you are one of these things. Being transgender or uh, gay or straight or black or white and all that is a second to that. No, you are a murderer first and all anything else second. All right? Because it doesn't matter. If you're all murderer, rapist, all that stuff, that, that's what you are first. That's, what, okay, that's how you're going to be labeled it in the newspaper. That's what you're labeled in society's mind. You're that first. Then you're no longer a, a white guy or a black guy or this woman or that woman or, or whatever, transgender or this or that. If you're a murderer or a rapist and stuff, that's what you are. Being forced to go to this bathroom or that bathroom, it ain't going to stop. If they were going to do that in the first place, they're going to do it. They're going to find a way and they're going to get it. They're going to do it. But that's not, the, that's not the cases all the time. So now you, what you really have going on more often than not versus that guy who obviously looks like a guy wearing a dress. No, you, you have more of the situation where those, those women that you see, and there's guys that will go by looking at these girls walking down the street and like, damn, ooh, ooh, she look, and, they, you, and now there's some of these girls you can't tell. They shave the Adam's apple down and all that stuff. You, some of these people you cannot tell. 
So when that person who's got all that operation done, except for the one major thing, when that person walks into the men's room, now you got all these guys all confused, figure trying to be like, what's going on here? What you going to this stall for? What you unzipping? What's going? Whoa, whoa, I see now. And it's just going to make them uncomfortable. And that's what's more, that's what's more likely to happen each and every. I saw a person that looked like a straight, there was a guy, it was a straight up guy, had a beard, the cowboy hat looking all rugged and whatnot, but he was legally, he was technically a woman. Took a picture of himself. It is a selfie of a, and then there was an old lady walking behind him trying to get out of there because she felt uncomfortable. So, yeah, go ahead. Roll this law back. Because you're thinking that it's going to be that obvious butch looking uh, guy who got the bad makeup on. And you can uh, you can tell he's wearing a dress. The dude is weird or whatever. You think that's not that you think the stereotypical or the cross dresser or whatever. You think that's what's going to happen. But no, it's going to be the opposite. It's going to be a, a guy who looks like the, the a tough, rugged, stereotypical you know, country guy picks up the, the the horse and just throw him out in the field and drive him to the sunset. All that 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 you know that John Wayne looking dude. It's gonna be legal. technically he's gonna be a woman, and it's gonna be the finest girl you ever seen in your life, dude. You're gonna be like, damn, homie. Ooh, I wish I could. Why is she going into the men's room? That's if that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna backfire. Now, some of those cases is gonna be the it's gonna be the situation where it was. You know, where it's obvious, but nine times out of ten, because those operations are getting way better. It's going to be you, people who are complaining. Y'all are going to be the ones that's going to be uncomfortable and confused. It's going to backfire. Then <laughs> you're going to be like, yeah, let her go to the room. Let her go to the women's room. I think that's it. Just, yeah, she make, she's confusing me. She's confusing me. She was in the stall right next to me, tried to get her phone number. Then we both went to the same bathroom and she was standing right there and it was bigger than mine. I didn't know what to do with myself. I had to go. But I got the number. I'm telling you, dude, because you're going to confuse yourself. All right, well, just, I'm just saying. And what else happened, man? Oh, dude, dude, dude. Kim Jong's, like, half-brother, dude, he got murdered and assassinated through a prank show. Dude, it's the person I feel bad for is the woman who killed him. She was set up to, like, spray water or something like that on people. And, uh, and they're like, this is a YouTube prank. We're going to prank people. It's going to be a good prank. It's going to be prank all day and stuff. And um, and then when it was then when the target showed up, oh man, oh man, I felt so sorry for her. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was like it was. She was supposed to be spraying like random people with water or something like that. It was supposed to be a ha ha joke thing. And then when uh, Kim Jong uh, Un's uh, half brother finally showed up, you know. They just say to Randy, say, oh, yeah, do it on that guy. I'm sure she didn't recognize him. He wasn't, you know, the, the dictator. Uh, and the <laughs> dude just walked around. I'm, I'm, I'm related to the, 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 the face that runs the place. But the dude was looking like an average Joe just out of Walmart just shopping. And then uh, same gag. Like, hey, all right, let's do another prank on that guy right there. Let's spray some water in his face. But they switched the water bottle with some kind of a chemical. I don't know if it was acid or whatever. Something that just instantly was poisonous or whatever it just knocked him down and just like that she ran up to him spread i think they, they showed the foot the, the surveillance footage of it too these people really wanted that stuff to leak out because you know that uh the dictator didn't want that to come out oh man and they uh do went down hard and i bet she feels oh my god you know she is the most scared woman 
in her in the world right now. I mean, because I mean, let's, let's let's say something like that would have happened in this country. It would, would not matter if you were set up or not. The FBI and all those guys, uh, you know, I mean, special force, they are going to be so they're going to sit down with you. And they're going to interrogate you like you never. So you think that first 48, this is going to be first 48 is going to be the best part of it. I mean, it's, that's, it's, that's when they really are going to be nice to you. I mean, let's, let's just go through what happened here when you uh, when you killed the leader's brother like that. Let's just talk about that. Right now. Like, 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 now, why did you do it? Now, why why did you want him dead or something? Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, I just thought it was a joke. I just was, oh my God, you're going to be crying so hard. She is. She is crying in her sleep right now, man. She's dreaming right now, crying her ass off, dude. She is scared. And I'm talking about, imagine if that just happened in this country. But in North Korea, ooh, dang. And the thing is, I think the guys who set her up are gone. Long gone. I thought, oh, they, they might get caught. They might get caught. I'm sure she's hoping. I'm sure she's like, oh man, I met those guys for the first time today. They they paid me, and uh, we were gonna go out and prank people. I pranked a couple people, and I just, just continued the prank. And they just pointed in a prank, pointed in a prank. I don't know what I do. I don't know what happened. It's like, well, I don't see anybody here. All I see is you. And that's what they. That's what they. That's all they know. They got you. That's all they know. That's, that's all that's that's the way it is <laughs> so jeez. oh my god there's no saving you right now you you better hope they catch him and you better hope they confess could you imagine how messed up that would be if they catch the guys like this is him i don't know what you're talking about you were the guy in the video that gave him the water bottle and show me like i'm sure he had his head down he knew exactly where the cameras were so if he had that beef from vendetta mask on probably I don't see you. All I see is, I'm sorry, ma'am. All I see is you. <laughs> She's going to sell her out so fast. But, you know, over there, you know, I bet that due process stuff ain't happen. I feel, I feel like anybody who fits the description of what she's talking about, they're going to just make an example of. Even if they don't get to catch the right guy, they got to catch somebody. So if she says it wasn't a, a solo job, which, come on, it probably wasn't. She, she <laughs> So they're gonna catch somebody, and even if it's the right guy or not, you know, they're gonna bring somebody's gonna pay for this. So that, that's that's that was crazy, man. So is that the incident they were talking about in North Korea? They were talking about the incident. So he was testing missiles, and so the dude was up there trying to show off his might with the damn missiles while his brother was getting taken out. I mean, dude, way to distract yourself, man. That's Keeping on your family, dude. That's crazy. Next thing you know, I, I know one thing though. Y'all, y'all YouTubers and stuff out there, you keep your damn pranks to yourself, man. <laughs> like, I ain't even gonna play with you no more now. Like, look at that. Oh man, that is crazy. But you know what? It's way over there. Then you hear all the stuff that's going on with his brother. How you know it's all evil and stuff, and you never know. So it's like you know what? I've been the propaganda has been put in my head so much. I don't care. I don't even care about this guy, you know. Just like the guys on the Death Star when they, when it got blown when it got blown up, like you said on, on Clerks. The first time it got blown up, evil was punished, right? The second time it wasn't even finished being built. It had to have independent contractors and stuff, people who weren't even really a part of it and whatnot. No, whether or not they wanted to be in that fight or not and whatnot, there were innocent people getting killed and whatnot. You were still a part of the empire. 
You know, you knew what that dude did in the first uh, first Death Star. You knew what planet he blew up. And then you want to help him make another one? Nah, you heard. But you heard that paycheck was big, though. I'm like, well, uh, I bet that was. I bet everybody that was on that project was getting equivalents of like $5 million a, a month, probably. It's going, you're going to go home a billionaire. Until Luke came. Run, nigga, Luke, Luke Skywalker, just take off. But uh, so that's what happens. I mean, you you know what what it was. You knew who you knew who your brother your half brother was. You knew that if they couldn't get to him, they gonna get to you. You just didn't think that it was gonna be some girl in a tight t shirt with a water bottle and a camera. But hey, that's what happens, man. Oh, what is this story? I keep seeing this story on here about uh, the Walking Dead. And I love that's my show, man. That is my show. And can't wait to see what Rick's gonna do. He's gonna bring it and he's gonna take down boy Negan. Every time I see Negan, all I can see is Chappelle. That's too crazy. The Walking Dead t shirt has been removed for sales by a clothing retailer after a complaint that the shirt was racist and fantastically offensive. Walking Dead t shirt shop. What the hell does this shirt look like? Probably gonna be some black dude hanging from a tree. <laughs> talking, about, talking about previously on The Walking Dead. Lynching. <laughs> I don't know what shirt he's talking about. Nah. Uh, I don't know. They don't got a picture of the shirt. They don't have a picture of it. Let me see if they, uh, you know, they don't have a picture. They're going to have to describe it to me. All right. Come on. Put this visual, put this this image in my head. Show me how racist this, this, uh, this shirt is. I want to, I want to know how offended I should be. Come on. Give it to me. Let's see. The shirt in question bore the image of a basketball. Oh, I'm sorry. Basketball. Now I can't read. See, Bill, see, y'all should not be out there making fun of Bill Burroughs. This shit isn't easy. Uh, the shirt in question bore the image of a basketball, I did it again, a baseball bat and the message, any, mini miny, mo. A reference to a scene from AMC, a zombie drama in which Negan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, is deciding who in the protagonist group to kill. In the scene, Negan continues the phrase, catch a tiger by the toe, though historically the rhyme has employed the N-word rather than the word tiger. And I did not know this until the other day I was watching a um, this YouTuber, you know, he pasted together this story about, that reminds me of this girl from, I forgot what college, and she was just busting out these this whack ass rap about how she wants to kill niggas and the whole time she was going uh, killing a nigga 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 that's all she kept saying and um, the whole the song was whack as hell but I'm not gonna lie as offended as I was I mean when they catch that girl oh yeah she gonna get caught like don't trust me she ain't she she gonna get caught um, because she ain't, she's gonna be one of those people that can't resist the opportunity to brag to one of her stupid ass friends. Then three weeks later, that girl's gonna piss her off, and then she's gonna be like, "Guess who I found out said that rap about killing uh, black people?" Becky. Yeah, room three A. 
Yeah, just go up there, match the video up with the room, see if uh, see if you could find that that mask she was wearing. She's in there. That's it. Uh, second drawer to the left. It's in her bedroom. Man, she gonna she's gonna get sold out quick. It's gonna happen. But uh, after he played the video, he edited he edited some uh, old documentary footage about you know like race relations and stuff like back in the seventies. You know how they tried to have. Uh, to to heal the racial divide and they were talking sensible about but this was back this was this thing was filmed this documentary or whatever it was was filmed back when people were calling them they weren't even calling them African American or black they were still Negro and whatnot so and it was uh, this whole video was just talking about how you know you know you you could be you could be saying racially offensive things and not even intended to be that way and uh, like man those guys man. They sure do know how to get around with a basketball, but man, they can't swim for a bloody hell. Like you might not think your comment is offensive, but it is. And at the end of the documentary, it's like so one dude that that finally just made the most sense out of him. I mean, of course, all these guys were like, you know, I want you know equal pay for equal work and all that stuff. And this one brother broke it down. Like man, you know, they they, they get a white guy in the job, and you know, it's a uh, it's a situation where they say in this country, if you work hard, you can get ahead. But come on, nine times out of ten, I mean, this is the 70s and 60s, so you got to remember that. Like, if you get into that entry-level job as a black man, nine times out of ten, you're going to be there for another 10, 15, 20 years at that same position while they hiring white guys of the same position. And, and, and then three weeks later, they becoming your supervisors and the executive producers and stuff and all that. And that's the way it is and was back then. And um, and this other guy was like, yeah, I mean, if if in this country, if uh, that that tax that tax form it, that that does that tax form that we fill out every year to pay our taxes that pays for all these schools and all these books that I you know that that, that I can't and I'm not allowed to get into even though I qualified to get in there and whatnot it um. You know, I got that that tax form that comes at the end of the year is the same form for me as it is for that other guy and that other family that you are accepting with the same qualifications that I have. And we both paid our taxes and we both were paying for the school and both paying the president's salary and we're both paying the fire department salary and all this stuff. So if you if I'm going to work hard and then you're going to tax me and you're going to pay for all this education, you damn well better believe that you ain't going to stop me or make me or tell me that I don't belong there and whatnot. Uh, when, you know, when I want to when I say I've earned the right to go to this school. So if you're going to make me pay for it and contribute to it, then you damn sure going to let me, you know, reap the benefit from it, especially if I earned it and qualify for it. And I was like, damn right, man. And I knew, you know, and this is one of those things that's common sense. You know about it, you know of it. But then when somebody articulates it and puts it together so easily or so, you know, you know, you know, scriptedly or whatever and whatnot, it kind of makes you step back and you makes you think because it's something in it. I don't know. It goes without saying, but at the same time, but when somebody finally articulates it so well, then you're like, damn, yeah, you're damn. <laughs> then all of a sudden you start thinking about all the times you got screwed over and stuff, man. You know, I'm paying these guys salary. And these cops just going to pull me over, man, because I was just going 20 miles an hour over the limit. Man, you know you could give me a warning. I'm paying your salary, man. You know, you're not. Yet. So, you know, now one thing is it has nothing to do with the other. But it made me pause, man. It, it made me think. And uh, then after that, 
after that, uh, I gotta stop rambling. And then after that, uh, that little speech, then they they showed this woman singing her her that nursery rhyme to a baby. And I didn't know that that was the original lyrics to it, but that's what she sung: "Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a nigger by the toe." But when she said, I've always heard catch a tiger by the toe or catch a monkey by the toe. And now I'm starting to understand why it was monkey. But but it was weird, though, because even though I mean, I'm 37 years old, and if I heard it when I was a little kid, I never, but my, my family, my grandmother, whatever, they never sung it like that. And I never heard anybody else say it like that. And I never even seen a movie that said it like that. I didn't know that that was the original lyrics. And, uh, and for, you know, I'm sorry if I'm being that ignorant, but I was maybe I was well protected. I'm sorry. But I'll tell you this, though, my 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 black Spider-Man sense is kicked in because the second she said it, I instantly felt like that was the original lyrics. It's just the, it just it was it was a, it was a black and white documentary it was all the way back in the 50s or 60s, wherever it was. And she was just smiling her ass off, pushing that verbal poison into that little baby who's probably a senator right now. Whoever, whoever that little baby was. I don't know whoever that baby is. Probably running something right now. Managerian candidate, whatever it's called. He's probably programmed and stuff. He's like <laughs> hugging a bunch of black people, hiring a few of them, promoting a lot of them, getting them up there. Yeah, executive, junior executive, whatever, you know. You know. Every now and then, all of a sudden, that nursery rhyme just starts creeping in his brain, you know, when he's asleep. You know, he's sleeping next to his wife and he's tossing and turning. He doesn't know why he's having nightmares. His mom passed away like, 30, like, like 20 years ago, and he's like, No, I don't know what's going on. Kenny, meeny, miny, moe. Oh my god, no. He's waking up sweating and stuff. Catch a nigger by the time. Next thing you know, all of a sudden, like without warning, I mean, Leroy's been doing great, and he was, and he's got kids to feed and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, the guy doesn't know why. He just feels like he has to fire somebody today. He's like, I'm sorry, Leroy, I gotta do some cutbacks. And something's telling me I have to do cutbacks. I gotta cut it back, and we're gonna cut you back. I've been doing great. I've been making this company more money than you than you can handle. You said that nobody's doing it better than me. You're right. I don't. I know. You know what? You're right. I'm, I'm sorry, Leroy. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Catch a nigga. And then he starts coming up to him. He's like, oh, you're fired. You know? And that's what happens. I mean, <laughs> this stuff creeps up out of nowhere, man. This, this stuff is sick. And it, uh, and, and that's where it comes from, man. It, it comes from the past just creeping up from uh, from back there and you're deep in, in, and deep into your heart and you don't even some of these some people don't even realize it's in there my grandmother uh the love of the death man she's the nicest woman in the world but she didn't have that much nice stuff to say about about hispanic people you thought i was gonna say white didn't you no because of what some woman did to her back in the day when she was working at the, some hospital and that's you know blames her for losing it i wasn't born then i don't know what happened she could be a hundred. My, my grandmother could be a hundred percent right. That woman could have did it on purpose. Got her fired. But for some reason, she she took it out on every Hispanic person she saw. I had a best friend who was Puerto Rican. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. Like that's all she kept telling me. But it's, that's that's what happens. That stuff it creeps from the past and it brings itself back up. And uh, so wow. And I guess people didn't really didn't think about it. I bet, I bet you, because I mean, not I mean, look, I'm 37 years old. I didn't even know that, that was the original lyrics. But when I heard it, I felt that it was the original lyrics. I was like, yeah, this is America. 
And, and then, then when I saw that, I remember that scene with Negan when he did that, had those guys on their knees, and he Heeny, Meeny, Miney, Moe. I mean, come on, this is AMC, uh, the TV show, The Walking Dead. He could have, honestly, he could have said the, uh, he could have actually said the N word on there. And then, like, you know, and still would look back at his black, one of his black subject friends out there, and like, we still could, right? Like, yes, sir, Negan, we're good. It's all good. As long as you got that bat in your hand, all these dudes gonna kill and jump me if I do something about it. Yeah, we cool. But one of these days, <laughs> I don't know about this group. They look like scrubs, but something tells me that Rick dude, I don't know. Something in the beard tells me he's gonna take you. And the second he does, I'm gonna be there. And I'm gonna grab you by the toe. And you gonna holler, let him go. And But who knows, man. Who knows? Stop trying to be comfortable and cool with your white, with your black friends and your and your coworkers and stuff, and saying stuff, and then say stuff like, "You know, I'm just playing, right? We could, right? Because you know what? Be be comfortable with the black guy that goes, hell no, man, that was messed up. Don't say that stuff again, and then you just let it go. Be comfortable with that guy. Watch out for the brother that's like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, Steve, don't worry about it, yeah. Still going to the uh, golf resort right out there in that cabin and, uh, at the end of the quarter, you know, miles away from society. Yeah, okay. We're partnering up. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That's the guy you're going to worry about. You're going to remember every dumb racist joke you said and then try to give him a fist bump saying we're cool, right? Oh, yeah, we're cool, all right. <laughs> then you're going to see the real him come. Surprise, motherfucker. You're going to turn into the dude from Dexter. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> But we cool, right? But see, that's what, yeah. So, be nice. Or if you go, if you have to be racist, keep that stuff to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Nobody wants to hear that stuff. Because nowadays, people are going to plot. They're coming for you. They'll destroy you in social media. They'll do whatever it takes. It's easy nowadays. Back in the day, they couldn't do nothing about it. But that was, the, that was, that was their day, okay? Quit trying to live vicariously through your grandparents or whatever who told you about the glory days when you could do that crap and get away with it and get a promotion and watch them destroy their, them destroy your family and laugh about it. I mean, those days, I mean, it still happens, but, but not as much as it used to. And on top of that, they can probably get you back easily. I mean, come on. Just stop. This stuff needs to end. All this stupid stuff, man. I'm better than you because of something that I that I am that I didn't have any control over, and you know, I'm white and you're black, so I'm better than you. Like, what what button did you push to be born? I wasn't predestined on this earth to be inferior to you. That's not my purpose. It's like it's not your purpose to be superior. If you get a bigger job, better job, or more money, and you know all that stuff, it's good. I'll be like, I'm gonna be like Christian Bale on the set of the movie. Said, "Good for you." That doesn't mean that you're a better person than me. I got a family. I got a kid. I got kids that love me, and and you know, and that's my whole universe. Your supremacy means nothing to me. Go over there. You're gonna march, and you're gonna be supreme, and all that stuff. Wow. All right. Sweet. I'm gonna just sit over here and eat my my hot pocket and just look at you. You got a lot of child mind. But I'm old school with it though. 
I'm not like the, the I could say back in the, uh, the beginning of this, of this segment, you know, they calling them libtards and stuff and being the, the politically correct police. And that's how they, that's how they lost this election and stuff. And maybe there is something to it because I'm, I'm taking it back to the old school, man. I'm going to say it the way it used to be said. You know what? I may not agree with what you're saying, but you're an American. I'm going to defend to the death your right to say it. The Ku Klux Klan, those white supremacist guys, they come out here and they can say, well, you know, they get out there, they got that little newspaper and all the Minecraft book and all that. They shave their head and they want to say white power and all that stuff. It's fine. I don't care. You know, I may not agree with what you're saying, but freedom of speech, man. That's the way you were raised. That's what something that happened in your life or something that happened in your life to bring you to this road or this path that you're on right now. Whether good or bad or whatever you however you look at it or whatever that's what you want to do with your life you have the right i don't have the right to push a button and magically make a person that i don't like or a group of people that i don't like disappear i mean have you ever seen that episode of the twilight zone where this guy shows up in these people's house with uh, and these, these people were poor, man. They were poor, poor, poor. They like poor. They couldn't even afford, afford the OR. They were poor. He puts a box in front of them and, and he opened it up. And there's a button and he says, uh, "Push this button. You're gonna get like fifty thousand dollars, whatever. I mean, probably a lot of money. Maybe it was a million. Who knows? The only catch is you push this button. Somewhere in this world, a person that you have never met, uh, said no, that you will never know, will die." One person will die, and then you will get a million dollars. They sat there contemplating. I'd have pushed it right before the sentence ended, but uh, that's me. But they say thought about it. They were tortured the Twilight Zone uh, episode. They tortured themselves over. Should we push it? It's fake. Lady, open the box up. It's just a piece of wood and a button and a spring. This, I mean, maybe it's a remote control, and maybe he'll. How will he know if we push it? You know, we, I don't know. I'll screw it. And they just say, you know, inevitably, you know, they did. They, they decided to do it. They pushed it. A few seconds later, ding dong, guy shows up, comes in quietly, collects his little box, puts on his hat, puts the money down, gives it to him, heads to the door. And they were like, shit, that's it? Well, dude, where you going? He looks back at him and says, oh, I'm about to give this box to someone in this world that you have never met that you will never know have a good day and then they instantly knew they knew right there on the spot that they were fucked. yeah one chance to end the cycle you chose the you chose what behind what was behind door number two or what was in the mystery box and you, you got you got it everybody else says the box the box use the box it's the box what's in the box what's in the box Surprise, you're dead. I may not agree with what you're saying, Klu Klux Klan man, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it because the second we're in this country, and that's why I hate this fake news crap. Not the fake news part, the fact that people are so weak to say it's fake news. You you think I like every, if I'm a liberal, if I'm one of these libtards or whatever you want to call them and stuff, these sensitive little liberals, and these tree, if I'm one of these guys, you know, I'm a, Dem I'm a Democrat, you know, you don't know Jesus because you're just a Democrat. You don't love the army because you're just a Democrat. God bless you. Like you have some kind of authority over the military or God. I mean, when do people put country or, or, or party over religion? When did that happen? 
I sit no, I sit in a Baptist church with white people, black people, you know, uh, conservatives and Democrats and stuff, you know. But at the end of the day, you never know. Some of these people that I'm sitting around with are probably going home thinking that they're because they have an R next to their voting uh, agenda that they have a a closer connection. For some reason, they they people have tricked themselves into believing this. But I may not agree with what you say, I think, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. Because people know, I know especially minorities, they know this. This is the truth. I mean, if you're black, white don't really matter if you're a minority or a majority. This is just a known truth. Because the second we think about it, because you think about it, they all everybody every time you watch Fox News, they're always griping about the war on Christians or the war on Christmas. There's a war in every group, man. There's a war on everybody, okay? But the universal thing that, that we all have in common is that rich and poor thing. I mean, if, if you got only 1% of the people controlling 99% of the country and stuff, there's a problem with that. I mean, come on, wake up, dude. These people do not care what color you are. Jay-Z will be up there rubbing elbows with the rest of the dudes in the, in the Illuminati before before the, the dude over there in the trailer park or whatever uh, or, or whatever stereotype you know uh, you want to give a Caucasian man or whatever uh, you know before he'll be up there in the in, in those those spaceships when the earth is about to explode and you know all the presidents and the important people Jay-Z will be up in there before you will before me before you white black Hispanic it does not matter you can be a doctor you can be a gardener it doesn't matter I don't care how it doesn't matter how if you're white and you've been white all your life and you're in your family all every generation and all that stuff it doesn't matter jay-z took your seat because he's married to beyonce and you damn sure she's getting in there that ship when it's time when the earth is about to explode you got to save the human race she's getting in there it don't matter how black she is that's beyonce she has transcended she's got the money the power and the talent and they need that <laughs> so your your privilege ain't gonna mean anything. It ain't gonna save you when that you know when those rockets are going up in there up there and it's time to abandon the planet. Okay? They don't want you. They got a million yous up in there. They just got more money and they getting in that rocket and you not. So this never was about black and white and all this stuff, man. It's about rich and poor. Bernie was right. He was. He is continues right. I mean, I mean, back in the day, uh, poor white people were treated worse than, just as bad as some uh, black people after that, during and uh, and after slavery. Then it got to a point where it's like, you know what? We gotta we, we gotta put some kind of a more of a control over this thing. I mean, hey, we're never gonna let them into the yacht. Those poor white guys. We're never gonna let them on the boat. But. Well, give them a little. We'll give them a little feel-good story. So the so the message became, you know, you may not be rich, but at least you're not dot dot dot. And then all of a sudden, that that message took a life of its own. My grandmother. I mean, all you have to do is instill a negative thought into a into a group of people, and then all of a sudden make them repeat it to the next generation for you, and that's it. You'll your your descendants will forget. That you were the one who caused it. Your great grandchildren, your great 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 grandchildren, they'll but they would never believe it. Uh, a history book will open up and they'll see that relative 
causing that stereotype all black people can't swim or whatever the whatever it was it was your grand great 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 granddaddy that started that rumor and it spread like wildfire and now everybody believes it like no no you you know you won't believe it why because the guy who came up with that convinced the black guy to say it then that guy took that to his kids and then it just that was it it was over it got so bad that you don't even know where it came from <laughs> to the point where they can just deny it. I didn't. I don't think it was that. I don't think Grandpappy would have said that. And that's that's weird. Y'all been saying that for years. Y'all believe it. It's yours. Yeah, that's true. And you know, it just gets it gets crazy. So a point to let me get back to my original point where I I may not agree with what you say, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it because it's only a matter of time. If I shut it you down, if I push that button and I got rid of the Clay KK. Or if you got rid of the Black Panthers or or if or if this guy got rid of ISIS or that group or that. Well ISIS is probably a bad uh, that example. I mean it's a terrorist man. <laughs> but if but if you had a if you hated all uh, people that were uh, who be, who were Hindu or Muslim or Jewish or Christian or whatever the group is, lesbian, you know, or um, whatever the group is, whatever it is. You got a magical button that could just wipe them out. For one, that's genocide, by the way. That's bad. But, okay. So, you're, you're a, I don't know, you're a guy who worships a, like a Martian or whatever. Your God is like a Martian God or whatever. And you're in the ones that, the people that you hate the most are the people who worship Neptune's God, you know, you know. And and, and y'all kind of get along with the Uranus God, God people who worship that guy and all that stuff. But now the Uranus people just saw a guy with a, a box with had a button and give it to the Mars people, and they pushed that button and it wiped out the uh, the Neptune people. And now the Martian people are feeling like yes, finally they're gone. Then. The Mars people now watch that guy take that box and give it to the neutral people. The uh, what did I call them? What was it? The uh, Uranus people. Now the neutral, you never really liked them all that much, but you never had beef with them people, you know. Now they got a lot of thinking to do. <laughs> you put them in a situation. They just saw you do that. They saw you wipe those people out because of your differences, your bigotry, or whatever it was that you couldn't get along with. And they saw you do it. And now y'all never had that much beef, but now it's like, I don't know. If you were that quick to push the button on them, then that means that the second this little difference that we have turns into from an uh, anthill to a mountain, then you, I got to watch out for you. And guess what? They going to push the button on you now. Y'all never had beef, but now they can't trust you because they saw you how easily you just discriminated, put that pe person down because of the color of their skin. You might be like, you might be a person that hates, you might be a black guy who hates white people and just, I can't stand them, but you love Asians for whatever your, your fetishes, whatever the thing is, I love the women of this, the culture and all that stuff. You're never going to say a bad thing about them and whatnot. And then you, they see you, and then your girl, I mean, maybe you're dating a girl who happens to be Asian or whatever, and then she constantly sees you constantly putting and maybe she agrees with you on some of the things and maybe she doesn't maybe she's just keeping it cool because you know what hey you know this is him being you know colorful or whatever 
constantly sees you just putting it down. But after a while, sometimes, sometimes they'll they'll join you within that rant. And other times it's like, oh, my God, dude, I can't deal with this anymore. Again, really? You were late to work and somehow it's the white man's fault? Come on, bro. <laughs> People get tired of it, man. People get tired of it. Man, they put me down, man. I know what I'm saying. I couldn't, I didn't get a start. Uh, I couldn't get a good start in life, you know. So, you know, I was late to work, you know, because I, I didn't get the right schools when I was coming up as a kid. And, and the boss, man, he's, he got the better schools. And that's why he's the boss. And I got to work for his ass all the time, so... Yeah, but you didn't get a good start in life, but your car started. You were the one in control of that situation. You were a kid. You're talking about when you were a kid and had no control. You're a grown man now. Now, unless there's people like coming, like like ninjas are coming out of the trees and just snatching this and just cutting your car keys out of your hands and just throwing them in the in the uh, in the in the sewer every time you're like 15 minutes on schedule ahead of work, you know, and whatnot, and they just they just out to get you. Unless that's happening to you, dude, you had complete control of it. I I, I, I hate talking with people who have 100% control over uh, to prevent the misfortunes that they go through at the end of the day. And they somehow blame it on somebody else. And that's how it always mushrooms. It's things that's that thinking like that. So don't think it's just white people that's always doing it to black people and whatnot. It's black. It's, it's all the way around. It's all the way around, man. So you could be the black guy that owns the company and you could be treating that white guy like crap because of your issues. That guy could be doing And I know a guy. I know a brother like that. He doesn't have any people. He doesn't have white people uh, that work with him anymore now, thank God. But when he did, he smiling their face, just like the way that he doesn't like it when that's done to uh, to a black person. He smiles in their face, shakes their hands, talking crap about them the whole time behind their back and plotting against them because of his stupid issues that he has with white people that was forced into his brain by his father, who had real civil rights issues coming up when that when he was a child, but. But but now that, you know, because you can't be too careful. So now he had to to raise his son, which is in my generation, Generation X or whatever, who really didn't have the habit that now his father went through all that hell. So his son wouldn't have to. Now, it's still not, you know, where we you know where it should be, but it isn't as bad as it was 100 and something years ago. But people try to equate it all the time. Well, you know, the worst thing now is. Is that the fact that they say it under your under their breath and behind your back and stuff? No, it was worse back then when they said it straight up to your face and then tried to kill you. Which is why I'm, where people are upset now nowadays, where some people are now feeling kind of empowered to do that now because that's where it starts. You feel empowered that you can now get away with it, and then you start to think about the other things you can possibly get away with. Probably why those boys thought they could get away with killing that girl. In Utah, and that story. Uh, oh my! God, before I'm not going to jump back to. I'm not going to jump to that yet. But uh, but I was making a point about. You never know when that box is going to come to the to that other group. I may not agree with what you're saying, or your way you live your life, or whatever you think. But I'm going to defend it. You're an American. This is America. 
I should defend the everybody in the Ku Klux Klan should be defending to the death the right for the Black Panther Party to at least be able to say and think what they think. But, you know, we get our smugness in the way and stuff. So, you know, if you get one of these guys that button to push, they're going to push it on that other group. They're going to push it. They would push it. They can magically push it and get away with it. And it's too late, too late. I probably push it. They're gone. They would push it. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. You gave me a button right now to abolish a group of people that I probably don't like. A whole this one of those. No, man. Those guys have a family. You know, you know I'm not going to go after a person. It's like going after a person. They they got a company, you know, a restaurant or whatever. They got a painting or whatever on the wall that's offensive to you. It's the first time that I've, this is the first time I've ever been to this place. And I've, I, I'm here. To, the, the food is great. But that that painting up there is offensive. Well, it's our painting, man. You know what? I, I like it, and everybody else likes it. You know what? You're new here. You know you don't. You know it's just you know everybody loves it. You know nobody's complained before. And then, but but you don't know who you're talking to now. You're talking to super politically correct guy. He's gonna go back. He knows his senator uncle and all that stuff, and he's gonna get you. You got you fired. You got. You go after these people's livelihoods, man. Especially in a in a situation where if you have these preconceived notions about somebody about based on the color of their skin, you need to all you need to get a job. You need to quit blaming people for your problems. You need to go out there, stop doing drugs, and da 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 da. Then when you're put in a situation where you can feel superior over them and be smug and be like, oh, well, you know, this is our place. You know, we just have that sense of humor. Well, you know, what? I'm going to get you shut down. I'm calling my uncle. He's a senator. He's going to go. We're going to we're going to protest. We're going to have this stuff. All. We're going to picket you and all that. We're going to boycott you. and We're going to get you shut down. You're fired. You're getting out. Yeah, they, they, and it succeeds. They get him fired. So now that guy, now that guy doesn't have a job, you know. <laughs> you read your whole life. You probably been telling him, you gotta get a go get a job. Could be lazy. Go get a job. Well, he had a job, and because you didn't like the way he was living his life, which wasn't hurting you, you couldn't. You could have just went to that restaurant and then just you saw what you didn't like and just never go back again. But no, it was better for you. You had to turn that place into not their place anymore to your place. Get that thing turned down. I want him to apologize and I want him fired. I may not agree with all this stuff that a lot of people do, but I'm never going to push that button and, sh and just like, shut people down and take away their livelihoods and stuff like that and make them disappear like that. It's just crazy because there's just like this election taught us, the pendulum swings. And then one day they coming after you. They take everybody takes notes. Black, white, gay, straight, it don't matter. We all take notes. We all have long memories. I may not believe in getting revenge on people all the time, but vengeance? Ooh, yeah, I love, I love vengeance. I feel like, the, I feel like Batman sometimes. Like, I wish I could swoop down on some of the people that I can't stand from a rooftop and then just disappear with a grappling gun. Just, and just fly up in the air. Oh my God, who was that? It's that that's that black guy that just he, he got he just pissed off, man. You know, you know Tim here. Uh, Tim had his job. He, you know, he he took the last rim of paper, and he, he, Chris had to go all the way down to Kinkos. <laughs> and he didn't like that shit. He came back and killed. Him. You know, so I mean, that's I mean, people have long memories. I mean, that stuff is not worth it, man. You know, we make mountains out of molehills and. We take stuff too far, but I'm more guilty than anybody else of it. But I, I, I know I don't want to be that guy.
that pushes that button. It's petty. It's petty. Oh man. But yeah, I really went onto a whole thing, didn't I? Oh man, out of Utah. So I'm, I'm running long. So I'm gonna wrap it up. This just uh, what happened? The Utah story. I don't know if I talked about it already. Did I talk about it already? The Utah girl. Uh, let's see. That's a shame, man. Residents of a small town in North uh, Utah struggled to comprehend Wednesday why uh, two teenage boys plotted to rob and kill. This is the other story. If I read this before already, I know. I know. I think I deleted one part of this because I. Oh man, what the hell is that? Oh, motorcycle in the background. The um, one story that I read was um, was from a different paper, but this is the one that I, that I remember reading that caught my attention. It's a 16 year old boy, you know, suspects they they just shot her, a 14 year old girl, and sh- uh, before shooting her in the head and leaving her critically wounded in a ditch. Now I read a one story that she died. I mean, maybe it was a whole different girl. So maybe it was a whole different story, but. This story is saying that she was just critically wounded, left in a ditch, according to the prosecutor. The 16-year-old suspects do not have any serious criminal history and both had not known problems at Smithfield's only high school court and school officials. You know, school officials saying, I mean, and that was the part that I stopped at. I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe. Once again, I was reading something like that. You immediately start defending the. Uh, the murderer or the attempted murderer or whatever, whoever these kids are. I don't care, dude. They, and, and it, it's, it said it right there. Yeah. Northern Utah struggles to comprehend Wednesday why two teenage boys plotted to rob and kill a 14-year-old girl by shooting her in the head. They told police that they lured her Turner to the ditch last week by promising to sell her a knife. I don't know why you're in the market for a knife from two little two, two little boys that's going to lead you to a ditch. I'm not blaming the victim, but I'm just saying that it's why 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 do you need a knife that bad? And but and so because instead they shot her and then took her cell phone and the iPod and $55 from her. That's what the prosecutor said. What's hard for the community to process is why something like this would happen. What fucking just told you why it happened? They wanted her stuff. It just told you. This is the stuff that I can't I can't handle. It's like this guy, this guy, this guy named uh, you know little Eric. You know, oh my god, he was such a good boy, good boy. But 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 when, but when Jerome does something wrong, like I knew it. I do. But the bad thing about it is, I do that too. I mean, like, I yeah, you can just tell. I knew that boy was gonna snap. You know, I, you know, we, we do it all the time. The sad thing about it, it's, it's instilled in my brain too. We all do it. We'll judge a book by the character, and we won't be, and we 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 quote unquote won't be surprised to see that they're on the news doing something bad. And then we'll see another person we judge by, you know, by the by the the book by the character, and be like, oh, they were so sweet in high school. Everybody said they were good. I wonder why they snapped. I wonder what they I wonder why they did this. It just told you they wanted her stuff and they wanted to kill somebody and they guess what they did or tried to do. Stop trying to cuddle them and call them. You know, they were obviously crazy. They just up and convinced them like like this is that like this is the plot from Scream. They just up and saw too many movies and decided, hey, let's do that. Okay, I mean, well, how do you convince somebody to go to go try to hurt and kill a fourteen year old girl? 
let's take these weapons and go and go down the street. There's a girl that lives down there, and let's go out and just, just take this kill. Let's, let's try to see how it feels to kill. You're gonna see how it feels to be arrested. One million dollar uh, bail. They ain't gonna pay that. They, their parents are gonna let them rot. You're gonna you're gonna learn how something else feels when you get in that jail, man. And that's that's just the way it is. I, but I just hate stories like that in the middle of it. They they try to tell you how 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 sinister they are, and then try to then try to explain it away in the middle of it. These two boys were plotting. They plotted her death. They came after her, lured her into the woods, promised to sell her an item. They took that item. They they assaulted her. They shot her. They tried to kill her, or they killed her. They stole her stuff and left her to die. But they were such sweet babies when they were coming up. They used to play over there, and it was so nice. And it's like every time, you never see that middle good news story about dude up the street. But hey, I still wouldn't push that button. No. <laughs> so I don't know, guys. That's what's going on this week, man. So I don't know. It'll get better, man. It's almost Friday. We got the margaritas. It's going down. You know, we got. Mardi Gras coming up, so uh, I mean, hey, we got that to look forward to. So ew. let's enjoy that, man. Let's, so now that I scared that shit out of you for this whole this whole segment, I, I left it on a good note. Margaritas and Mardi Gras, yeah. You know, I've never gone out there, and I probably never will, but I'll drink to it though. So let's just, let's get to this Thursday morning and. Uh, you know, you got your, your metal lunch box and you got your your your, your ham and cheese. You you're busting your you know ass out there. You know, working hard. You're trying to provide for the kids, and you're thinking, man, you're either sitting there thinking these damn libtards with this fake news, or you're on the other side going these damn Republicans with that idiot Trump. He lying his ass off, and he gets away with calling everybody else liars. You fucking puppet for Russia, man. If he's going to get it, look, I believe this is what I believe. Everything in the world that's meant to happen eventually does. It obviously just was not meant for her to be president. As much as it hurt, I wanted to see from the, from, a, from a black person being president to a woman, I wanted to see it. I, I felt like this country would have been pushed in a, in a, in a different direction. I'm not going to say better because you know what? That's subjective. You know, my version of better might be your fucking nightmare. So I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to do my best to try to leave it alone. But at the end of the day, man, everything in the world that's meant to happen eventually does. It wasn't meant for her to be president. It was meant for him. If it's meant for him to be impeached, that will happen. If it's not, that will happen. If it's meant for him to have another four years, it'll happen. You can try. If you go out there, you bust butt, and you get the numbers out, and you can try to stop that from happening. Or he can bust butt, earn uh, the votes back, and rally the numbers and get it again. It, it's, it's, I'm not saying this stuff is predestined. I'm just saying everything in the world that's, meant, that's going to meant to happen, eventually it happens. It was meant for man to invent the airplane. They did it eventually. It finally happened. You know, we're flying all over the place now. Invent to, to do all this other crazy stuff. We do it. I don't know. If... if, if but we just need to start focusing on ourselves, taking our time, stop picking at each other all the time. 
listen to the other side. I challenge you guys. This is what the challenge of the week is. If you're one of these hardcore lefties and whatnot, you know, take a week away from Rachel Maddow and all these guys on MSNBC. Take a week off and watch Fox. We'll just watch it. Don't don't do it. Don't give that that smug ass look and be like, oh God, that bill right now. God, I'm handed it. Just listen to him. I mean, I'm not telling you that you're gonna instantly agree with it or whatever. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that what you gotta start doing is you gotta start making letting the other person's arguments be valid. It's subjective. If they see if they see something that you see as a delight and they see a problem, you got to understand that, it's, yeah, it might be a problem for them. There might be a reason why it comes from the, uh, uh, I mean, even if what they're saying doesn't make sense at all, and it's not really a problem, but it just has to be a problem because it has to be, you know, they have to support the group, the group or whatever, then fine. You're never going to convince that person. So don't, don't try. And on the other side, if you're a hardcore conservative and everything that you know and love evolves around, you know, Sean Hannity and Breitbart or whatever the hell it is, turn it off. Watch that. Watch the Silver Fox on CNN, you know, and uh, or, or or Hardball with Chris Matthews or whatever. And, you know, just listen. Listen to these libs, man. Listen to what they're saying. Oh, we want to protect the planet. The planet. Why? <laughs> It, it baffles me, man. Where where guys all sitting there like I want to, I want these people to stop polluting this or this earth because I want everybody, not just the Democrats, everybody to have a clean planet. And then on the other side, you're like, fuck that. But the second that sludge or whatever it is hits your dirt, you would freak the, you would freak out. And then, you know. So don't don't pretend. Stop pretending like just because they're Democrats or libtards, whatever the hell you want to call it, they're too politically correct. Stop pretending like what they're saying isn't something that can also benefit you. They can they you know, they're trying to support the thing that they know, the place with all the abortions and stuff. I mean, people don't just go around going up into into the Planned Parenthood and just you know. I think I'll order the Big Mac and the abortion today. They don't do that. They Planned Parenthood. You know when you know it's. That's what fake news is. The thing that they're trying to convince you what fake news is, well, you know what the guy meant, but you try to spin it to something else. You do it. You, you, you conservatives, you do it all the time. Planned Parenthood is the prime example of it. You know for a fact that they do 98% more of other things, cancer preventions and all that stuff and helping people, women you know, be safe and, and you know, be healthy and, and all that stuff. And then, yeah, they do provide, and they provide that one. But that one service that they do at, on two percent of, if if it's two or three percent, five percent of the business, hell, if even if it, even if it was ten percent of the business, that's them. If they're damning themselves to all eternity and all that stuff, well, that, then fine, let them. That's them. Stop trying to force feed your lifestyle on other people. And watch that MSNBC program for a while, for a week, and just at least see where they're coming from. Okay, well. You know, why are you such a damn heathen and you're going, are you going to burn in hell? Well, because I don't believe in God. That's why. That's, I mean, maybe that's the answer. Or maybe it's like, I do believe in God, but I don't believe that. I also believe that I'm in charge of my own body. I mean, you wouldn't want me coming in your house, you know, lip, uh, you know, lip, lip it up and stuff. You know, you were conservative. You wouldn't want me kicking the door in and be like, hey, I'm taking over this whole spot now. That couch is now liberated. It's a Democrat sofa. That's a, you know, MSNBC TV now. You wouldn't want that. So why you do it to them? 
So sit down, watch MSNBC for a week. See how you feel. You're probably gonna. I'm probably. I'm probably gonna activate a million people to push that damn button. That's what I'm probably gonna do. This is gonna backfire bad. All right, I'm going to sleep, guys. This is about 12:30 in the morning. It's not already Thursday. Got to be made it past hump day. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like it on this uh this this SoundCloud stuff. I got some new equipment. I'm doing it doing a little bit uh, things different. Me and Sean on this same podcast, we'll talk about movies. Just uh. The Chris and Sean show. You know, we're going to be doing more interviews and whatnot when we're doing these advanced screenings. So uh, listen to the Chris and Sean show when you want to hear us talk about the the advanced screenings that we uh, that we uh, we go to. We're going to talk about what we think uh, about uh, how the movie is going to be when we see it. And then before the movie even comes out again, we'll give a, when it gets closer to the release, then we'll do a review on our YouTube channel. So talking to the media is on YouTube and um, become a subscriber. Hit the like button. Let us know what you think. Come a subscriber to this podcast, man. Let's just, let's just keep, like I always say, let's keep talking. And um, I like, I want your feedback and let me know what you think, man. Am I, am I way out of bounds? Am I out of my element here? Am I, is this thing on? I don't know, man. I'll figure it out one of these days. I don't know. We're going to get through it together. Till next time. Peace.